With a vengeance. Yeah, I guess we're here. <laughs> That's it. That, that was the highlight of the stream right there. Yeah, I think we should stop. Stop right there. Oh. You know what? What movie was it where it was like, I'm putting the band back together? What's this? What? Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. But, but, the Blues yeah. Brothers. It was bothering me all day because that was a quote. Putting the band back together. And I'm like, what movie is that from? Oh, yeah. We're putting the band back together. Definitely. Blues Brothers. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, so it is the Friday Night Hangout, folks. Uh, Jim here from Halifax. I got Keith here in Wallace, Nova Scotia. And then uh, all the way in Montreal, which is 13 hours away drive. We got from uh, Justin in Montreal in Quebec. Indeed. The trail, the band's back. And uh, we've been wanting to ramp this up again, you know, just try it out. Haven't done this in a little while. Oh, my God, it's been what, like? Two years. We got nothing to talk about today. But we do, though, right? We do, yeah. We, we don't have a formal list, but there's so many things happening right now that it's kind of easy to pick and choose. Exactly. So, you know, I, I wanted to, to bring up one of the uh, first things was the latest shenanigans that is happening around my house. And I'm not talking about what my wife is doing, what my four-year-old is driving me crazy with. No, 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 no. I'm going to talk to you about I'm at work yesterday. And, you know, for those people who who didn't quite know, I switched jobs last year. I left a very comfy government job and went to the high-tech consulting business, and which was ironically a five-minute walk from my house. So I really traded in uh, commuting to uh, to work. But anyway... Uh, the building that I work into, uh, my neighbor is the property manager. So I'm at work. I'm about ready to get into the elevator. And she walks up to me with this look on her face like, and like, hello, I know who you are. What's wrong? And she's like, did you say you, you installed a security camera at your house for the front? And Because we share a, a driveway. And I'm like, no, not yet. Oh, well, my daughter said that there's some guy sitting on your retaining wall uh, at 2.30 in the morning the other night. And I'm like, what? Yeah, he just gets up and he walks over to ours. He sits and he looks at his phone and then he leaves. This is at 2.30 in the morning, boys. Weird. Very weird. So I'm like, huh. So I did what every normal man would do this time you know, in this day and age. Got home. Well, not did I get home. I searched, used some work time to search the latest uh, security cameras I can get that day. <laughs> home Depot, Best Buy, yeah. whatever I can get my hands on. I settled on the Nest outdoor camera. Ironically, it was on sale. I uh, dug out from my kit my uh, 900 lumens tactical flashlight that has the uh, strobe to disorient people when you surprise them at 2 in the morning. And then I got my can of bear spray. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Keith. The one, the one that I've had for years, never used. And oh, this is the time I might actually get to use it. So got all my stuff, quickly installed this internet camera and go to bed. I set up my alarm, I'm getting up at 1.30 in the morning. And I'm going to get up. I'm going to stand in front of the window and wait for this son of a gun, right? So I get up. 
and I'm look outside the bedroom window, get a good vantage point, you know, the perimeter. And sure enough, at two o'clock, almost <laughs> clockwork, this I see this freaking guy walking up the sidewalk. Now it's on the other side of the street, so we got like a few lanes of highway uh, of street here. But yeah, he's, uh, there's no sidewalk on our side. And I see this guy again. This is like two in the morning, guys. He's walking up the street in these uh, flagman road construction safety orange bibs, and he's just walking up. And all of a sudden, you know, when you walk and something, you know, you're just looking across the street, right? And you know, you get your head tilted a certain way. But as you walk, you don't really look back or whatever. Well, at a certain point, Buddy was fixed on either our house or the neighbor's <laughs> house. And he kept walking, walking. And once he has like, you know, parallel or perpendicular, kept looking. And then when he and then he kept on going, right? Maybe he saw you. Maybe. Maybe you saw the glow from the phone because I was reading Twitter at the time. Probably. <laughs> and then he keeps on walking, and but yet every five paces, and then he turned around and he keeps looking at the house. Like, what the frick? I'm thinking maybe he noticed the camera because I did uh, I have a steel door and the nest outdoor has a magnetic mount. So you just, you know, if it's metal, oh, man, yeah, right. it's right there. Super easy. So maybe you saw that. Anyway, he walks to the lights and he hits, he was wanted to cross, but he hit, he hits the crosswalk uh, button at two in the morning. There's no cars, right? So then he stops, turns around, starts walking back. And he stops directly from the house at two in the morning sits on the side of the curb and like lights up a cigarette and pulls out a beer bottle and watches really? watches the house. Yeah, yeah I got a beer bottle. It, it was a brown bottle. I don't know. It was a little too far. I took out the binoculars and stuff like that to see what the hell is this guy doing? Weird. Very weird. So I'm doing this again tonight because this is driving me nuts. I was like, what the hell is going of on? Course. So I'm thinking, I don't know this guy. I don't know what's going on. So it's one thing if he's doing that across the street on the sidewalk. But the fact that he did this like the night before in my driveway. Like, <laughs> that's very strange. Like, like six feet from the front door. That's a little. Yeah, is he casing your house or what's he doing? Is well, he, is no, he... that's just it. Yeah. Like, so he has his eye. Like... Exactly, Keith. I don't know what he has his eye. Listen, if, if he was casing your house and trying to, you know, trying to get things uh, situated, I don't think he'd be wearing bright orange bibs. Exactly. <laughs> no, 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 not all criminals are smart. No, no, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. What are you doing? It does it? remind me of uh, some, somebody I know several years ago in Halifax, actually, he had a very elaborate Christmas light display. Mm. And every night, some of his lights would disappear. <laughs> and he was going nuts about it. Now, th- this guy, you know, had spent a lot of time on this Christmas light thing. And, and you know, he had pride in it and the whole thing, right? And, which you, you kind of get. And uh, this was, you know, prior to having, you know, easy solutions like the one you bought. So mm-hmm. he had to, you know, be up and you know ready to film the guy anyway eventually he got them but it was it was literally consuming him like he could think of nothing else 
his entire days were spent thinking about how how I'm going to catch this guy red-handed. It was it was funny actually. It reminds me of like an 80s sitcom movie. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's it's almost like a Seinfeld episode. The cool part about this, I'm not thinking about the guy too too much, but I'm just having so much fun with this Nest outdoor camera. Then it got me thinking about, hey, this house is slowly getting into the whole internet of things. Right. You know, these connected devices. So we got this Bluetooth lock uh, on the front door, deadbolt, so that we can lock it from the iPhone, let's say, or punch in the code or whatever, get notified when the door opens, that kind of, when the maid comes in or, I don't know, parents or whatever, right? So I uh, got that. Uh, now we got this little Nest thing camera. Then, of course, the next step is probably the thermostat. So I'm just wondering what, what kind of devices you guys got. You got one of those talking speakers or? Yeah, you know, I, I, I haven't gotten into um, those home devices yet. And I know I should. Um, you know, I, I, I could see having programmable lights. That would be probably very useful. It's not something I have yet. Yeah, I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, we have the we have the Google Home. Use it uh, mainly for music, but it's also uh, hooked up to the TV, and sometimes it's hit or miss. It depends what you ask to watch. Sometimes it doesn't like it, but uh, <laughs> I think they're working the bugs out of that. It seems to be improving, but uh, mainly just for uh, entertainment. I don't have it for lights yet. That might be an option. Like I'm right here. I got this nice little Bluetooth speaker uh, that I used to charge my phone on. And, and uh, I said earlier to Keith, it's like, you know what? I love Bluetooth speakers and headphones. I love when they're $40. That to me is like the perfect price point for me to just get either a Bluetooth uh, speaker or headphone because it's uh, disposable. Uh, well, disposable as in it might break. And right. I, I don't yeah. feel bad throwing it out. Uh, it's pretty easy. If I do a, an impulse buy, it's not, it doesn't hurt the pocketbook as compared to the first Bluetooth pair of headphones I bought, which was like a hundred dollars, and they were like absolutely terrible. Sure. Uh, you know, good brand name too. So I rather now I find that 40 bucks, you know what? Let me give it a try, and maybe, you know, maybe someday I'll spend the two hundred dollars for the Apple AirPods or whatever the hell big brand is but you know what? i'm happy with the little stuff that i can find on amazon tell you the truth. yeah that that kind of stuff i have like you and i bought the same uh, bluetooth um uh earphones and and i use them uh, quite a bit actually right now um you know as as recovery from my broken foot from this winter um i'm walking a lot so so i'm walking uh, you know five six kilometers at a time and uh so i popped the which is about an hour you know so i popped these in listen to a podcast and and they keep their charge for a while. And uh, I got rid of my Bluetooth speaker. Actually, I didn't get rid of it. I gave it to my daughter, my Bluetooth speaker. I had had a little model that I bought uh, online as well, probably paid about 30 bucks or so. And it was really fantastic. I loved it. It was very small, but had really dynamic range of sound. Mm. But, uh, but I got a sound bar um, for my TV. Oh, yes, yes. You know, in, instead of uh, having the sound from the from the TV, I, it, it now goes through the sound bar, and the sound bar has uh, 
it has um, a subwoofer, so the sound so the sound is actually really, really quite amazing. And uh, you know, obviously, it was like a couple hundred bucks, but it's Bluetooth, so uh, whenever I want to listen to music, boom, you know, I'm I'm on that, and it's got uh, you know really good room filling sounds. It's it's mm. quite uh, quite surprising, actually. Well, it's surprising, you know. It's funny because I, I realized the other day, it's like, man, I've been using Bluetooth for a while. So I was had to go to Wikipedia to see how old how old things were at, but we're getting close to like almost twenty years of using really Bluetooth devices. Yeah, I remember using wow. it on my HP Jornada uh, Palm Pilot. I don't know if anybody remembers. Oh, I I had a couple Palm, Palm Pilots. Yeah. yeah, I had a I have a few too. But you when remember those? HP, yeah. when HP uh, had one, I think they had one. I think it was featured in the James Bond movie with uh, Denise Richards and. Pierce Brosnan. Well, I forget the name of that one there, but uh, yeah, I think she was. The things were so big, she was carrying it on her belt like a holster. It was like this. because I remember not that long ago, you could only have one Bluetooth connection on your phone at a time. Now yeah. the Fitbit is, you know, permanently connected to the phone. It's always on, connected yeah. to the phone, so I can connect either that soundbar or those Bluetooth speakers, no problem, or my car. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's all seamless nowadays with those multiple Bluetooth connections. I tell you, you mentioned it, the Bluetooth with the car, man, I tell you, I love that. I had to do quite a bit of car rentals over the winter there because of work. Yeah. And there's nothing better than just, just syncing up the Bluetooth to your phone, to the car and listening to your tunes or Google maps or whatever you needed to do it was awesome. Yeah, as long as long as you don't use uh, Apple Maps anymore, Jim, I'm okay. No, no, I was using Google. I was using Google. <laughs> right. <laughs> Stanley Cup playoffs. Ha. Huh. And which concluded last night. I'm going to watch the replay because I did uh, something sm- I think is something smart. We don't have cable in the house. I got an Apple TV. I decided, Jocelyn, you were in town. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I said, oh, I should subscribe to the NHL uh, all-you-can-eat package for one month so I can just watch the Stanley Cup Finals, and I did it. And you know what? Loving it. I'm watching the entire replays of the games at my leisure. Nice. Skip through all the commercials and stuff like that. I can watch a full game in about an hour and a half. Well, you know what? That was a great series. You know, I was watching uh, one of the great things about the NHL app on the Apple TV for free, you can watch the condensed games, which is about a right. nine-minute package. So I've been watching uh, a good chunk of the playoffs, the hockey playoffs, in the nine-minute format. I would take a half hour and watch three games at a time, that kind of stuff. Every That's other cool. Day. A, a lot of people don't like uh, Alex Sovechkin for some reason. I don't know why. Um it, certainly, he came into the league with a cocky attitude, and uh, but you know, tons and tons of talent. But whether you like the guy or not, nobody can dispute that. And and you'll see when you watch the game when you watch the game uh, later, Jim, and and you see the end of the game, and you see his face and his attitude and his demeanor and how much he celebrated. Nobody, absolutely nobody wanted this more than Alex Sovechkin. There's no question. It was the only thing missing from what is for sure a Hall of Fame career already, right? I mean, the the only thing that's now missing from his, you know, when you, because you compare him to Sidney Crosby, they came in the league, you know, at the same time. He was was supposed to come in a year earlier because of the, but the strike uh, delayed that. 
The only thing missing from Ovechkin's uh, resume is an Olympic gold medal, whereas the whereas the only thing missing from Crosby's is the Rookie of the Year, which Ovechkin got instead of Crosby. So, so there's you know there's give or take there. I, I think you, you're looking at two of the best players who ever played the game. Time for what we're drinking. That's right. Let's bring back the classic. What we are drinking tonight. We'll focus on. We used to start with that. Uh, yeah, true. We used to do it twice. That yeah, was we, when we were. That's when we were younger and drinking a lot. Now we're older. <laughs> all right, all right. So uh, we're drinking. Uh, I'm I'm drinking uh, a nice my go to beer uh, from the East Coast here. This is from Garrison Brewing. This is the double IPA juicy double IPA. This is eight point. Uh, 8 point, 8% uh, volume. It's in the uh, tall boy cans, uh, 473 mils. Uh, usually uh, two of those is my evening nowadays. Uh, it's pretty good stuff. Uh, Keith, pretty what, good beer, yeah. Oh, it's a fantastic beer. Nice. Uh, not quite a New England uh, East Coast IPA, but it's a very juicy, grapefruit, uh, resiny kind of IPA. It's It's definitely, to me, it's probably one of the better. I think it is the best double IPA produced in Nova Scotia right now. Keith, what are you drinking tonight, my friend? Right now, I'm drinking an Uncle Leo's Sunburst. That yeah. that is not a bad beer either. I enjoy it. It's it's probably uh, that and the Smoke Porter are definitely my two of my favorites oh. from Uncle Leo's. But uh, yeah, that I picked these up the day we uh, we hiked Kepik Mountain. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we went for a hike about a month and a half ago. Nice. Something like that. Yeah, nice early in the season. Jocelyn, what are you drinking? I'm drinking uh, this little gem. It's uh, called the Farmhouse Citra from Brasserie des Melilles um, here in Quebec. They're, I think they're in Terrebonne or somewhere around there, um, just northeast of Montreal. Um, pretty pretty new brewery. I think they opened in 2017, but they, they're making some really good stuff. So this is kind of a, a, a typical farmhouse beer. Um but it, it lots of citra hops, so so you're getting that that citrus um, taste, which actually translates in, into into more of a lemony light taste on this. And this is only a four percent beer, um, so nice and light, uh, easy drinking, great uh, great summer beer. And it's got, uh, as you can see, it's got really nice color and kind of kind of slightly hazy. Really nice, really nice. I still think that the best, uh, currently the best brewery in the Maritimes is in Fredericton, and it's Trailway. Yeah, yeah, uh, we're just starting to get uh, huge on hops here in Cairns. Yeah, that's that's amazing. There are existing breweries that have been around um, that make stuff that is consistently world class. You know, I think I think about something, for example, that's that's available from now and again in Nova Scotia, which is the Twelve Muscatia Baltic Porter, which is, man, you know. Classic. Pound for pound, it's as good as any beer anywhere. You know, yeah. it's it's just um, it's just that good a beer. And it's, you know, uh, considering that a barley wine, uh, not a barley wine, but a Baltic Porter with the ingredients that go in, it's an expensive beer to make. Um, here, that 750 mil bottle is, is regularly available for nine ninety nine. Right, and and I'm okay with that for that type of beer. It's it's a special yeah. beer, unproven yeah. stuff for more money. Yeah, no. I don't know, man. I I'm having a hard time with that. There there's too much good stuff from good established brewery that breweries that you know you're going to 
really enjoy. And it's not, it's not that I don't want to try. I still try a lot of different things, but you know, I, I, I kind of, I don't do research per se, but between the untapped app on the phone and I follow a couple Facebook pages of uh, beer enthusiasts here in Quebec, and you know kind of what's trending and what people are really hating. So you steer yeah. away from those. You try to go towards what's, uh, what's, uh, what's really been being talked about. So that's kind of how I do my thing now. Instead of, instead of letting my pocketbook de- do the experimenting, which I've had too many disappointments from. I hear you. I, I hear I'm I'm the same way too. So and I think Keith is at the same way too. Keith Keith has the luxury. He has probably one of the best Nova Scotia breweries in his backyard, which is Tata Tatamagush Brewing. They do have a solid uh, Baltic porter and the barley wine's good too. So like I said, I don't I'd say over three quarters of what I drink now is Tata Brew and and the rest is pretty much uh, cans or, or uh, dark beer that I sell her. Oh. You know, Tatamagush doesn't uh, doesn't really make a bad beer. They have a couple, uh, you know, of their mainstays that are that are boring. But I think they're boring by design. Not they're, for the they're, they're not made to please. Yeah, exactly for the masses. They're not made to please the craft beer enthusiast. Enthusiasts. They're made to pull in some mass beer drinkers into the craft beer fold. And mm-hmm. I get that. So uh, so so good on them for doing that. But they the the rest of the stuff they do is really interesting. And yeah. a lot of it doesn't even hit the doesn't even leave Tatamagush. It's just you get in and yep. get your growler filled. It's just the small batches, and if you know you hit it that weekend or you miss out. So yeah, a lot of interesting experimental beers the last year or so. Hey, uh, you know what's uh, experimenting? There was an experiment held last night in the province of Ontario. <laughs> they voted, oh. and, and holy shit, snacks! They, they oh wow. Uh, Doug Ford from the Conservatives. Doug Ford, brother of Rob Ford, Mayor of Toronto. NDP got a minority, and the only probably the only liberal that held on their seat was the uh, past premier. People around the Toronto, the GTA, they're pretty dumb as a sack of potatoes. <laughs> but doesn't, doesn't every province do this, though? It's like, okay, we like you until we really don't like you anymore, and we're going to kick you out. Kick you in the ass and vote in whatever the next thing that comes along is. Yeah. Um, They're fatigued with the NDP and the Liberals, so I understand the Conservative vote. What I don't understand before that is why the Conservative Party voted Doug Ford as the leader. That's that's, That's the real puzzler in my brain that I can't wrap my brain around at all. Yeah, because you can see you can see a populist like him, you know, that somebody that that he he strives to appeal to the masses. I get the fact that 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 he won the election. I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, him winning the 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 leadership of the party is is way harder to uh, to understand. Especially, um, you know, he was running against Carolyn Mulrooney, which uh, which showed well. She had a name behind her too, yeah, right? Exactly. It kind of made kind of made sense that that she could have uh, come in and uh, and been the been the right person but yeah th- this this guy wow it's he's a bit of a disaster you know one of, i love the fact that one of his uh one of his uh, promises platform promises was to have a dollar a beer reinstated mm-hmm. too much taxes but yet but yet on his uh his recent uh event 
they had the open, they had the bar which was charging ten dollars a beer. So yeah, so, so, that, so much for that. <laughs> cheap hire, cheap beer. Exactly. Yeah, it's quite uh, quite unbelievable. But uh, anyways, uh, you know, I think fifteen years of the same party ruling that province, uh, people got tired and they just need a change. Yeah, just a bit of uh, that's a wild change. Big change. Uh, but that seems to be the trend now in politics, don't you find that whoever is the most out there, left or right, that appeals to disenfranchised or people that feel like they're disenfranchised and they vote, and the people in the center aren't voting as much, I don't think. Look at what happened in Alberta a few years ago. You, you know, the last thing you thought Alberta would do was uh, was elect an NDP government. That was that was a shocker. It didn't make sense, right? Yeah. And and it doesn't make sense that, that Ford is there. It doesn't make sense that Trump's there, but... No, it's, but I think this is a trend we're going to see continue. I think you're right. You know, we are not probably where we should be in our lives as compared to our parents' generation, that kind of stuff. Baby boomer, boomers are just sucking us dry and resources <laughs> and stuff. And, and, but, but yet they turn, they do the easy thing, which is to turn to the craziest one that sounds like, you know, the, the rainbow unicorn. Or I like to say the acting like a monkey loose from a cocaine experiment, you know, <laughs> which I think Give that monkey a dollar bill. You saw all the liberals in Quebec, the current ministers, they're all like, no, nah, I'm done. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I'm not running. I'm done. Offering, yeah. yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting election. And um the the party system is a bit different here in Quebec than it is in, in other provinces. So we don't. We don't have a uh, provincial um, conservative party, right? We, right? we don't have the PCs around, but we have the CAQ, the Coalition Avenir Québec, which is, you know, the right wing, right of center uh, party. They're not, they're not, you know, super right wing, but uh, and they're leading in the polls right now. So uh, it, it, probably the same thing is going to happen again now. Um, the leader of that of that party is not a total whack job, like. Doug Ford is, yeah. and that, and the leader of that is the uh, old um, François Legault. François Legault, which who, uh, he he started um, he started Air Transat, right? So he's got uh, he's got legit business chops behind him because he started a very successful company and eventually sold it to get into politics. So so he's uh, he's got a solid business background behind him. Uh, but he's been in politics now for you know a good fifteen years, so uh, so that that business acumen is uh, is far behind him now. Yeah, exactly. So we'll be smoking some weed, yo. Legalize. <laughs> uh, I guess there was some the Senate and Canadian Senate passed the bill, forty six amendments, which means that it has to go back to the Commons for some uh, discussions. But it looks like it's pretty much a done deal. So July first. Uh, marijuana will be legal in certain states, in certain states, but in certain conditions, health conditions. Uh, most of the provinces have uh, their locations kind of set up. They're renovating. Uh, they got pretty much kind of the how they want to distribute that kind of stuff. They got distributors lined up. All these old politicians that used to be cops that were against drugs are now the big kingpins, <laughs> right? Which is yeah, which is very ironic. <laughs> Let's say there probably will be a delay. Uh, uh, you know, I'm pissed. I could have plants in by now. You know that? 
July first, man. I'm picking up some plants, ordering some seeds. Was it Vancouver seed uh, seed bank? And, and get your electric fence because deer love that shit. So oh, do they? Well, no, I'm doing it inside, man. I'm doing all that. <laughs> You know, oh, no, the, uh, the, the the ponics there with the pots and fucking lights and it'd be great. I think I think yeah, sure. Now we know why Buddy's sitting on your retaining wall every night at two thirty a.m. Jim. Well, I think he I see the lights on at night in there. Uh, I think he probably has the shades that see the infrared lights. All the heat <laughs> that I have downstairs <laughs> opening up. Uh, but but you know the tide's changing. Uh, just you just saw stuff in the states here. Trump apparently won't oppose in the states states plans to legalize marijuana, so they probably won't prosecute. Which means the companies that have set up uh, legally in Nevada, Colorado, for example, now they can probably try to get uh, deals with banks to handle transactions and payments instead of handling cash or other. Well, they're making too much tax revenue to poo poo on it now, really. Exactly. So I mean, they know they know another cash cow. Exactly, online. and I believe Maine is going to be the next uh, state online that you can just pick up some uh, recreational marijuana too. So let's that, go. We're going in July, August. So hey, we'll, we'll do a hangout there. And you know, for me, for me, cannabis, marijuana—it's—it's it's not my thing, and that's not going to change July first. And I, I have—I've never had a problem with people who use it, and nor will I have a problem come July first. Just not my thing. However, I'm really interested in it from a business point of view, and and from a from a how each province is handling, you know, the selling of it. And I know in Nova Scotia, it's actually going to be sold in some select. Um, liquor stores, which is kind of weird, right? Because, you, you know, if, if you're somebody who consumes marijuana and you want to go buy a little bit of it and, and you're, you're an alcoholic, let's oh, say, yeah. trying to steer away from, uh, exactly. from booze, you will be in a store where they sell booze. Well, the funny thing is, and nobody has reported this on it, but they missed out on a recent tender that the Liquor Corporation in Nova Scotia put out, which is a new system to track your debit and credit card purchases to build customer profiles. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. So they're planning to track, you know, what, wh- where is going on? Like, are people going to be transitioning off booze to the weed or vice versa, where they're buying that kind of stuff? But but to your point, Jocelyn, you know, there's, there's I believe there's been a couple uh, polls or surveys where – People who, you know, it's not really going to change that many people to say, oh, no. I'm going to start. Those who haven't, no. those will probably will continue to. So sure. it's, I, that's just it. It's not going to make people smoke more. Here in Quebec, they're, uh, they're actually uh, opening standalone um, cannabis stores, which are still run by the provincial liquor um, board, uh, the SAQ here. Uh, but they're going to be standalone stores. You're not going to be allowed to grow in Quebec, are you? Um, the, currently, the um, the provincial government doesn't want to let people grow their own, um, and the federal government are saying, mm-hmm. "No, you have to let them." So there's a bit of a tug of war there. But it's only yeah. like like three or four plants, so it's not a like. A, like... That's just it. three or four plants is a lot if you're ca- very ca- very casual smoker. I mean, that's. That's wow. your that's your supply for the next two years. Or well, something. and more importantly, more importantly for the government, three or four plants isn't something that they can't tax. 
it'll be very interesting how they they do it now it's supposed to include the the buds the oils uh the vape products that kind of stuff so, be, so you're saying we're going to start doing that on the hangout after july 1st is that what you're saying jim <laughs> what are you smoking now <laughs> what are you smoking tonight well i got this this purple thrush it's, <laughs> uh, it has a nice little <laughs> i don't know whatever i don't know what what do you guys talk about i've never <laughs> I, i've never um I guess I've never partake. I never, I never smoked, so I don't know. I don't know. So, but it's like, eh, I can go in, pick it up, give it a try. If I don't like it, don't like it. To to me, I'd like to have some like, uh, like I have uh, Advil in the cab- cabinet. You know what I mean? Mm. I mean, I'd rather do that than have to pop a pill that mm. companies spent billions of dollars developing well, and gets yeah. hooked on or opioids or you know. Do you, do you have an everyday problem or do you want to knock the edge off of something? Do you know? I guess that's, yeah, exactly. that's how I look at it. Right. Yeah. Everybody looks at it differently. Exactly. And I believe there's all these variations where they help you sleep, help you mellow, help you have Pick a trip. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, the neighbor here, he smokes a little Coke in the morning, Coke after I, work. I smelled it. Really? I smelled it before. <laughs> oh, yeah. You smelled it. Yeah. That's right. When you came to visit <laughs> Hey, let's do a big thing coming up, boys. It's just Father's Day. We're all dads, right? Yes, indeed. And uh, I just happen to have the latest Canadian tire flyer, <laughs> which is if you're in Canada on Father's Day, you got to go through the flyer to see what you want to tell the missus or the little one to tell you what to pick up for Father's Day. I already picked out what I want. Well, well, which one was that? What did you pick? What did you? It's pick? not in there, but I'm telling everybody anyway. What I want for Father's Day is not to be kicked in the nuts again. Putting the kids <laughs> to bed tonight, kick them in the nuts. Not on purpose, of course, but you know, it happens about you know once every week or two. It's... <laughs> well, you know, I really had my eye on this 20 inch high aluminum work platform. This is uh, 60 percent off. <laughs> Oh my God! It's uh, well, no, it's funny because we we had a little uh, footstool that we got at, at IKEA like a number of years ago when we were living in Montreal, Jocelyn, near neck of the woods, and it finally bit the dust. It finally succumbed to the stresses and uh, manhandling, and we need another <laughs> footstool. But I'm thinking this 20 inch high aluminum work platform, 60 percent off. Are you saying that that footstool was fine? You know, a few years ago when you were younger and a few pounds lighter? Well, actually, it broke when we had our – I'll tell you the exact story. No, I don't think I want to hear the story. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, probably not. No, no, it wasn't me. Put the kids it to bed. No, no, it wasn't me. It was the uh, – we had our kitchen redone, and the electrician was uh, not a light guy. Oh, I see. And he climbed on it, and he cracked the legs – under the weight <clears throat> and all of a sudden because we're getting renovated people are coming in and out and all of a sudden it's like where's the goddamn footstool i don't know he disappeared for like a week but he had it glued up no way fix it. yes no. felt bad that he broke the this ikea footstool and uh anyway so what, was, he, he glued it up and and hid it from you guys or something yeah and then it's like oh yeah oh look oh here's the footstool again and it's like oh <laughs> that's hilarious. Right? It's all to your doom. Uh, it's right? so funny that he glued it up. 
Well, anyway, the glue finally gave way and it cracked. And so, so is is this all true, or is this the uh, the story that you gave Jen? Okay, now listen. This is a pretty good story if it was creative. <laughs> it's too batshit crazy not to be true. The last time we did the hangout was so long ago that Trump was not even a topic on the hangout. So you're looking at a year and a half of his presidency. Plus, Plus, you know, year, about right? a year, of, yeah, a right. year of campaigning because God knows that if we had done a hangout during the time that he was running, we would have talked about the guy. Oh, my God. That'd be oh, great. This is my $20 Wi-Fi repeater. It's a, the Exomi. Exomi, my, my Wi-Fi 2. It plugs into USB and acts as a Wi-Fi repeater. I have a wall socket here on the wall. Has USB ports, extends my Wi-Fi. So when I go outside, I'm in the dining room. If I want to go outside in the backyard, extends the Wi-Fi connection. Use this to fly my drone. Just plug this into a battery bank, and you have a Wi-Fi right. repeater. So if you want to do like, so if you want to do like a hotspot on your cell phone, let's say you're at a park and say, oh, I got a, I, oh, I'm in the spot where I got cellular reception. Let's do a hotspot. You can probably do this. You can probably set this up too if you wanted to. Yeah, that's a, that's actually pretty cool. Uh, I mean, if you if you have a big house and uh, a, a lot of people with larger houses, they have uh, spots in the house where their uh, Wi Fi is not so great. So oh, that, awesome. that, that works. I need an extender for the garage, so there you go. Yeah, yeah. right, right. So there you go, and uh, the, and for a lot of people, they have their internet their internet router is in the basement. So, How much right? was that? That was twenty bucks. Yeah, that's good. But but Amazon is very easy to make those impulse buys, and sometimes you get it. And it's like oh, it's kind of a piece of garbage. Why did I do that? But, I know Keith, you you really turned me on to a couple of things. You turned me on to Prime, and you turned me on to a couple other things, kind of specific Amazon stuff. But you know, once you start getting in there and and, and seeing all the different variations, and oh, Prime is so worth it. At the end of it, we were buying diapers there. You could subscribe to diapers, like when Alex cool. was still, you know, he's. And then I buy a lot of things for, for my business there because it saves me going to town to, to look for it. And, to, you know, I need this certain size thing. Do you, can you, do you have it in the stock room? Boom, you know. Yeah. Buy. And, it's, and it's there two days later. So it saves me time. It saves me money. Yeah, the that's things, what I the, like. The things that they have, it's, it's insane. I, you know, I can find these obscure fittings for my compressor on there. Like, who would think? Yeah, I, I like it for things like, um, you know, if I'm in the office and I, I'm down and – I, I only use I use uh, Keurigs uh, at the office um, just because they're convenient for there and you know uh, but anyways when when I'm down to like uh, just a few Keurig pot uh, uh, pods mm-hmm. at the office I just go onto my phone and start the app I press one time and in Montreal we're lucky it's quick the next day the stuff is in my office yeah mm-hmm. it's insane I tried. Uh, while I was working in Toronto, I was going there for every four days. Well, for four days every week, uh, yeah. most of the winter. Uh, and it's like I got bored, and it's like I need something, a gadget or something to to buy my time. And then I bought a pair of Bluetooth headphones. And I was in Toronto. So how can I get this in Toronto? Oh, Amazon Locker at the Whole Foods where next to where I was staying. So I was getting yeah. delivered in this Amazon Locker. The next day came a day early than expected. Mm-hmm. The fulfillment center, the warehouse, was in Scarborough, not too far away from uh, where I was. So, yeah, I mean, 
people were complaining that they would they never get their stuff on time. I'm like, man, I I'm, always do. I always get stuff on time. Like I'm in the sticks. Yeah, and you're, yeah you you're, are. Yeah, yeah, you're off the beaten path. I'm, you know, I'm in the suburbs. There was one day uh, I had I made one order, but it was shipped in three packages, three different carriers. Yeah, all came, all came in the same day, and it's like one after you know, because you know who shows up at what time after a while, like UPS guys in the morning, yeah, later's in the afternoon, mm-hmm. and then maybe kind of the post is about either or, right? It's either morning, afternoon. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a lot of the a lot of these courier companies. We have a company here called Intelcom, um, and they do they do probably locally here. I don't know sixty seventy percent of the Amazon business in in Montreal, and I'm sure that that's their entire business model for yeah. for that company is is catering to Amazon. It wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me? Yeah, I know, I know uh, Canada Post. Their their parcel rate back at Christmas time went through the roof, like for setting a new record. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It, it is. It is quite remarkable. Uh, everything you can do with that, uh, with uh, with Amazon, and yeah, I, I use it quite a bit. Uh, you know, my my daughter lives away from me, and uh, sometimes she needs stuff, and uh, she wants a book or whatever, and uh, so easy. Like I, I order it, have it delivered to her address. Uh, Man, oh man, it's just uh, very, very convenient. All right, boys. Uh, so we wrap this up for our first welcome back hangout. What do you think about that? It's been a while. It's good to be back. Oh, it's good to be back. I didn't feel a thing. <laughs> I didn't feel a thing after the second juicy either. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you guys next time.